Welcome to This is the Kingdom Podcast. I am Harry Rensa, and my passion is to build business owners, not employees. I've learned from my own journey what it takes to be a successful business owner, and I want to take you alongside and help you build a legacy for your family and impact the kingdom of God. Come and join the conversation with me. Hey guys, welcome back to This is the Kingdom Podcast, and I am excited again about what I'm going to be sharing with you, uh, because I'm going to get on a topic that is um, not very much spoken about, but as God, God has never intended for you and I to actually be normal, you know, and I I could see right now my wife kind of laughing because she's like, you're just not normal. Um, there, you're weird and there's something wrong with you sometimes. Uh, but no, you know, that's not the kind of normal that I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, the norm, you know, the, the way that the world kind of systematically kind of equips you and I to think a certain way. You know, we're, uh, we're meant to, to go to, to school from, you know, X amount of, you know, kindergarten to 12th grade. And then after you graduate from 12th grade, you're supposed to go to college. And, you know, during your college times, you're supposed to meet some significant other and, you know, get married and and have kids. And unfortunately, if, uh, you know, you're tuning in right now, this is 2022, uh, some of those stuff is not even acceptable anymore. You know, it's, it's, uh, they're trying to actually uh, uh, make a different standard, you know, when it comes to, you know, what marriage and what uh, families are supposed to be like and so you know it's it's kind of getting really wonky out there about how the world wants to dictate how you and I are to just live a normal life but God never intended for you to and I to be normal in fact God called us to be the light of the world and to be the light of the world is to set a standard to be the standard to actually be the influencers to be the trendsetters instead of having the world actually influence you and be the trendsetters and setting different trends You know, God has given you and I the ability to be creators, to be creative, whether it might be with your clothing, uh, with the way you operate and do your business, with your speech. Uh, There's a lot of things that God has said, I want you to follow what the blueprint that I have left for you behind and then take it and then expand on it. And so I love that about the word of God because the word of God is the blueprint. In fact, John said it like this, the word became flesh and the word dwelt among us. And that word was Jesus is who he's talking about. And so Jesus is the answer to every single situation and every single problem that you and I will ever face. But in order for us to know these things, we definitely got to get into the word of God. But we have to also be able to unlock our potential. And so why do we live a normal life? It's because somebody has told you. Somebody has shared with you. Somebody has said, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. I know that I, when I was young, I was growing up, my, my parents weren't really kind of taught some of these things and you know you only teach what you have been taught yourself and so having a family and raising up kids and just you know having a having a nine to five job that's the norm and there's nothing wrong with any one of those things but how again God did not intend us just to have this normal life kind of lifestyle if not Jesus would have never said I've come to give you life and life abundantly so God wants you to take in full advantage of everything that he has created for you and I so that he can establish his kingdom here, which is not a kingdom that is normal to this world. And that establishing of that kingdom, well, then we have to really understand how we have to be, uh, how we have to think as citizens of that kingdom. And so I'm going to share a little bit here with you about how to unlock some of those 
those potential that's hidden within you. You know, there, there's a maximum potential that you and I are not accustomed to because we're not taught how to think about these things. In fact, you know, just being good is good enough. But can I tell you that good is the enemy of being great or is the enemy of greatness. And, you know, if, if we take certain things that we have all been trained for, like let's just say uh, grades, for example, you know, you and I, we could probably agree that if you get a 99 on a test, uh, well, then, you know, that you've accomplished uh, uh, a good feat. You know, the 99 was a passing grade. Um, you know, you could get a 90 and pass still. Heck, you could, you could go as low as uh, 75 or 70 and still consider that to be passing. Okay? But how, how about, you know, we measure it by this way. You and only you know what you're really capable of doing if you could really pass with 100 and you scored a 99, can I tell you that you actually failed? You see, that's not success because the world is trying to measure your way of success by their lens instead of the lens that actually God has given you to be able to actually unlock your full potential and know, did I really study hard enough or really did I really give it my all where I can actually score an 80? Because an 80 to most individuals can be a, a, a passing grade and to some, it could be considered even failure. So, you know, uh, the, the, the thing is, is that we've been trained, even as, as toddlers, how to actually think this way. And that's the world system for you, folks. And that's why Jesus came to save the world. He came to save you from a system that has been corrupted because it's moved away from the word of God and doesn't really know the principles of the kingdom of God. And so this is where we actually run into problems um, in our growth as business owners, as young entrepreneurs, because we're, we're looking to still follow a captive way of thinking. And that's where I want to help break from you guys here today is this captive mentality that has been passed on from generations to generations. And, you know, the question that I have is, are you willing to do what it takes to survive? Because that's what we're taught. We're taught survival. In fact, it's it's interesting because there was a there was a a program not too long ago called uh, Survivor, and it was a very popular program. I don't know if it's still being aired. I don't watch much television, okay, but I, I have heard of this program, and you know, it it and it, it drew millions and millions of people to watch. And the it, it dawned on me that you know the average American loves or average human loves to be able to see somebody actually just survive. But, you know, we're not just called to just be survivors. We're called to be great. We're called to be better than just good. We're called to be to do things in greatness. And so not only is good the enemy of greatness, but survival is what's being taught, is that if we could just survive, if we could just, you know, get by on a check to check, if I could just pay my bills, you know, if I could just have enough to eat or enough to feed my kids, you know, listen, Survival is never going to allow you to leave a legacy behind for generations. Okay? Um, that's the number one thing that I wanted to talk to you about. The second thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, we have a choice to join the many or join the few. And what I mean by that is there's just so many that are just living a normal lifestyle. There's so many that are just, you know, getting by. And that's, that's a group of individuals. It, can I tell you that they're the larger majority? You know, but what about the few, the few that are committed to live their lives completely to the maximum of their ability? Which side are you going to choose to join? Okay, because you see, 
there's a third group of people, and those are people that are in fear of failure. And actually, those same people could be either fear of failure or it could be fear of success. When we believe what other people say or think about us, it imprisons us and becomes a trap that limits your maximum potential. You see, a lot of us live our lives like this remote control here. And what's amazing about this remote control here has a lot of different functions. And there's four that I want to relate to the way that the world actually tries to program us. And there's some others here that I really don't know about. But these four I think a lot of us can relate to. And a lot of us can relate to the stop button here because the stop is a reset, is, is, is for us to, to rest in homes that we actually despise, that we're really not happy being in. You know, God has called us all to be owners, to actually own things and possess things. So let me encourage you, especially if you're one that's out there that's renting, because God has land for you to own. Because the Bible calls him our Lord of Lords. You know, that word Lord means owner. God's our owner, our master and controller. Well, therefore, he can't be an owner and a master or controller of someone that doesn't own themselves. So therefore, he is Lord of Lords. He's also King of Kings because he's giving you land that you own to actually rule and reign over and have dominion over that earth or that plot of land that he's given you. You see, because the earth belongs to the Lord and everything in it. He's never lost it. It's the world system that he's after. And so here we have a pause button. The pause is button is played for you to vent your frustrations. We pause long enough to vent our frustrations. Then you have a play button here because a lot of us play the games that people play to act like if they're happy when they're really not. And then we have a rewind button. So many live in this rewind button. The rewind are the memories of yesteryears, the, the yesterdays, the, the things that we did maybe 20 or 30 years ago. And then we have a fast forward button here because there's so many that are trying to get ahead of the learning curve because they want to have a fast food relationship or a fast food type of uh, approach to life and they want everything right now. And so this remote control really reminds me a lot of how the world system actually really does a good job in trying to program you, you and I. But see, God, just as, as this creator of this uh, remote control, which is, belongs to a TV, gave you a manuscript. And I love this about Dr. Miles Monroe because I heard Dr. Miles Monroe share this one time and I thought this was very powerful. But, but you know, he used this remote control as a revelation that God had deposited into him to share with us about a manuscript that this remote control came with. And so there's a lot of functions on this remote control. And this remote control, not all these functions can actually do I know what they do, but I do have a manuscript that comes with this remote control. And I can actually read the manuscript and the manuscript will tell me what these functions are like. And so that's the same with the Word of God. See, God created you and you're a product of His creation. And he, and he gave you his word, the Bible, which tells you and I how we are to live throughout this whole life so that you can fulfill the assignment that God has sent you here on earth to actually fulfill. And he gave you a manuscript for that, just as this remote control here came with one too as well. But this is what the world does in programming us so that we don't live our full maximum potential. See, Jesus said, unless you change and become like these little children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. That's Matthew 18, verse 3. 
So what this implies is that as we grow to be older or more adult-like, we lose that explorative nature that the child has. Or we lose the open-mindedness that the child has or the believing or the daring nature of that child. You know, I'll, I'll share a quick story because this was a powerful revelation that God gave me when I spoke to a group of third graders. My son had invited me uh, to his school. He said, Daddy, this is teacher, uh, it's, it's um, parent teaching day and, and you as a parent can come and teach and I want you to come. I want you to teach uh, my classmates. And I said, son, uh, fine, I'll, I'll do it. And I remember the, the night before I, I said, God, you know, I'm doing this because I, you know, Jeremiah, my oldest son, he's really excited about me coming to school with him. You know, he wants his dad there and, you know, he's, he's, he's really proud about uh, dad's accomplishments. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm thinking to myself, third graders, what can I excite them with? I mean, I'm a businessman. I'm in, I'm in the, in the business of investments and I'm in the business of other, other things as, you know, as, as far as like insurance. And I said, well, I don't, I, I don't know, but you know, God really dropped it in my heart to talk to them about leadership. And I said, okay, God, well, I'll talk about leadership. But see here, leadership could be very boring if I just sit here and have a conversation with third graders. Uh, I mean, how quick, how, what, what intention span do I have? So, I, so you know, the Lord said, to do the workshop. And I said, oh, okay, great. This is awesome. We're going to do the workshop then. And so I was excited. I prepared a little bit of some notes that I was going to share with them. And I remember that when I got into the classroom, the first question that I, I had presented to them was, who is the most important person? Who is the most important person? And you know, I've done this type of workshop with other individuals, adults, let's just say, <laughs> with other adults instead of children. This is the first time I've ever done this with children. And always the adults give me all kinds of different answers. Like uh, if you're in a church, you know, you're gonna hear things like God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Um, but the children, the children got it right the first time. They said, me. You see, you are the most important person because you were the person that Jesus Christ died on the cross for. It all starts with you. He saw something so valuable in you that he was willing to endure all the punishment, all the pain, both physically, emotionally. He did that because he saw tremendous potential and value in you. And so you are the most important person. And these children, these, these little kids, just as Jesus said, you see, they understood that. It's in the nature of a child. And I quickly said to myself, I said, this is, this is interesting. Um, I believe God, these kids are going to teach me something here today. And so I moved on to the next phase of the workshop. And that was, um, I was talking uh, about dreams and visions. And I said, uh, do me a favor, write down your dream. All the kids were so excited to write down their dreams. And when everybody was down, I said, put your pens down and we're going to share some of these dreams. And everybody in the room started sharing their dreams. And all the dreams were, being, were different. Some wanted to be uh, uh, an astronaut. Other, others wanted to, to just be able to cre create the, the astronaut spaceship to, for, the, for, for astronauts to fly in. And we had uh, some that wanted to be uh, news reporters. I had others that wanted to be athletes and football players and basketball players. And you know, what interesting was there was about 20 kids in that classroom and all of them had different dreams. And then something amazing started happening in the room. They all started talking. 
about each other's dreams. And the dreams started to connect. Every dream was connecting with one another. You know, the, 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 the one that wanted to be in the media, that wanted to be a news reporter, was talking about, well, when you come back from space, when you're on your, on, on the, on your ship, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interview you. Or when you're done with your basketball game, I'll do an interview on you. You know, or the mechanic that wanted to build the astronaut says, I'll build the, I'm going to build the ship for you. And all these dreams started intertwining and connecting with each other. And, and, I, and I started to, to the, the, the Holy Spirit started to bring to memory the scripture verse that Jesus just said here. Unless you change and become like these little children, you'll never enter into the kingdom of heaven. That means you won't see the actual kingdom of God. While you are here on earth, unless you become like these little children. You know, my question here today for those that are listening is, is what happened to those dreams that you had when you were a child, just like these third graders? You know, I remember sharing this conversation with someone and they were so, they were just, their hearts were pierced by it. I could tell while I was sharing this story. And they asked me, they said, Harry, so, so what happens? So let me tell you what happens. Same thing that happened to the teacher when I asked her about her dream. You see, that, that, that group of third graders, they have a, a, a so-called leader, as the world sees it, because, you know, a title of a teacher, to many, make you think that uh, that makes them a leader, but that's far from the truth. That's just the entry level of leadership. But she didn't have a dream. She didn't know what to write down. And I remember going back to her and I said, well, you don't have something you can write down so that you can share with the kids? She's like, no, I don't know. I just want to go to heavens and, uh, heaven in high heels. Oh my God. I said, my goodness. I said, you're leading this group of future business entrepreneurs and future artists and, and, and all these other dreams that, you know, we had all kinds of people, that, uh, kids that wanted to do paintings and wanted to do songs and wanted to be entertainers. And you're leading a group of these individuals and you yourself don't know your dream. It really troubled me. But I'm asking you the question is, you know, who are you inviting or who you're partnering with along that journey? Because those voices matter. You see, somewhere down the, uh, the road of that teacher, or like I told them, or, or even some of those kids, somebody will come across and tell them, you can't do what it is that you think that you can do. Or you shouldn't accomplish this because, you know, you need to go to college and you need to have a four-year degree and you don't even know what your four-year degree is about. You're just going to school because you were told that you were supposed to go to school. You're, you're in debt now, which is not good debt because we'll talk about debt. That's good debt. Not all debt is bad debt. That's another myth. But now you see you don't know what it is that you want to be and now you're, you're frustrated. You start to get frustrated with life. And now you're just like the teacher. You're just hoping to make it to a better place that's called heaven. But see, God said, no, I came so that I die on the cross so that you can have heaven here. You know, when Jesus restored us back to the Father, you know, he's restoring us back to what Adam actually lost when he was in the garden with the Lord. And can I tell you guys that Adam was not in heaven? He was here on earth. And he restored us back to that place. That's what Jesus did. You see, Dr. Miles Monroe, he says something very powerful in one of the books that I was reading. He says this, he says, potential is like soil. It must be worked and fed to produce fruit. You see, you and I were called to produce things. I think sometimes we give the devil way too, many, too much credit because he can't create anything. He's, he's a creation himself. 
And see, you and I, we're sons and daughters. We inherit everything that God has for us here on this earth because it's God's great pleasure to give it to those that he has been given, that we have been given the right to be called children of God. For all who have received Jesus Christ, we have been given the right to be called children of God. He's restored us back from an orphan spirit. And I love that about the Word of God because it teaches us the truth. And so I want to help you guys unlock that potential. That's a passion of Kingdom Benefit Group, whether it be, you know, I, I had a, a meeting with a, a group of future leaders and business owners. And I told them, I honestly don't have much concern about you joining my team or not. If you join it, that's great. But if you don't, that's okay. Because, see, I don't know what God has called you to do. I don't know what he created you for. But I'm hoping that I can encourage you and inspire you enough to actually live out your full potential, regardless if it's with me, or at least I can inspire you to do something. Maybe you're an artist and you're trying to become an insurance agent. That's something that only you and the creator can tell you what you're created for. And so I love this because the Bible tells us no eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared for those who love him. And he's a good father. And just like any other good parent, a good parent will always protect the destiny, the character, and the future of that child. So I hope that this encourages you today. This really came from my heart. I wanted to encourage you with that message today that you can unlock your, your potential but please look out for the traps that the world sets out for us because you weren't called. God never intended for you to live a normal life. So I hope this blesses you. I hope the hand of God continues to be on those that are listening because I know that the Spirit of God is behind this and He's the voice of truth. So thank you guys for tuning in and thank you for coming along this journey. This is the Kingdom Podcast and this is what it's about. Thanks for listening. I hope this podcast has encouraged you to see that you have what it takes to be a business owner and that you can impact lives for the kingdom of God. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Harry Renta. Thanks and talk to you all next time.